Hey everyone, welcome back. This is Captain Platinum. We're recording a side quest today. Uh, I'm here, and we also have Dungeon Master Mike. Yay. And we... <laughs> I like that. That was hey. really lame. I'm sorry. <laughs> Let me try that again. I have two shots of tequila in. Okay. <laughs> sorry. Uh, we, we have with us Dungeon Master Mike. I'm two shots of tequila in. There we go. <laughs> and and we also have a guest with us. Uh, joining us from over the pond today, we have Lucy Reed. Hello. Thanks for having me. Hey. Oh, of course. Um, so, Lucy, um, what do you normally do? Um, you, uh, you're one of the Platinum Hunters that I know. So, a little spoiler today, we're going to talk about some trophies slash achievement hunting. Mm-hmm. Um, but, Lucy, plug, uh, plug your uh, Instagram, YouTube, anything that you want to plug. So yeah, if you like trophy hunting, uh, you can find my YouTube channel, LudiXP, where I've got like some videos about you know some of my exploits in the trophy hunting world, my madness into getting platinums and some other videos as well. Uh, so that's LudiXP. And then if you want to follow me on Twitter or Instagram, it's PressXDeLucy. And that's just random thoughts from my brain or pictures from my phone. So, yeah. <laughs> or, or sometimes uh, pictures and stories of Luna. Yes, my dog Luna. <laughs> oh, what kind of dog is she or he, Luna? Yeah, she is an Australian Kelpie times Border Collie. I gotta look that up. Yeah, it's 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 weird, but it's cool. <laughs> no, it is. Your dog's adorable. I love I love seeing pictures and stories with her. Oh, I'm glad. Um, so one thing we usually ask our guests is, um, what's your first gaming memory? Okay, this is kind of tough. I have to like dig deep into the archives of my mind, but I think it'll have to be uh, like this really like old TV Game Boy thing. I'm not sure what it's 100% called or how it came to be something I owned, but it was like this circular thing and you plugged it in the back of your television and there was like 100 games on it and the screen would come up and you would type in a number from 1 to 100 and there you would play some kind of pixelated thing. You had no idea what the game was. You didn't know what to do, but you would just try and then if it wasn't any good, you'd put in another number and try again. So it's that. And my favorite one was Pitfall. I love Pitfall. Nathan Drake before his time. Oh my goodness, Pitfall. They did a remake yeah. of that on the Super Nintendo. Really? They did. It was I forget what it was. I thought it was Indiana Jones Jr. when I was a kid. <laughs> but it they actually did a Super Nintendo remake. It's good to emulate it and just check it out if, whenever you got like a spare minute. And then I'd be like, oh yeah, I didn't get very far in this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did anyone? Uh, no, I I I didn't. <laughs> I don't think I ever really got that far in Pitfall, but I think when it was on like iPhone, it was called like, is it the same type of game that's like Temple Runner? Is that the same type of idea of Pitfall if I'm thinking of the same thing? I mean, I kind of suppose it's like left to right and swings on things and there's like... Yeah. Do you watch South Park? What, me? Oh, no, I'm talking to to Jamie. He's asking about (laughs) Pitfall. They're, they did a skit about Pitfall. Um, it's the episode where, like, it, it was during the, the time where the Catholic Church was in a lot of trouble. And so they did, <laughs> they did an episode about it. And there's a scene where uh, the reverend who traveled all the way to the Vatican, he goes underneath the catacombs of the Vatican. And then it cuts to a scene of him as the character from Pitfall. And it's just a left to right side scroller. You jump crocodiles, you swing. Mm-hmm. And it, yeah. it just goes on and on. Okay, yeah, that's what I was thinking of. And yeah, there's a game like Temple Runner or Temple Run or something like that that's kind of the same. So I don't know if I ever actually played Pitfall back in the day, but I've played something similar to it. One of the like knockoffs. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, those games are good. They can also be very frustrating because you're like, I swore I hit the right direction or whatever. And it's also just you don't, just don't know what to do. There's no direction. Yeah. There's It's just yeah. like play. You're like, okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, so now we'll just talk about the games that we're just currently playing. Uh, so, Lucy, what, what have you been playing recently while you're waiting for the system that we shall not name? Oh, man. I mean, I've not really been playing much, to be quite honest. I'm, I'm like, ready. You know, like, I feel like I'm bird. You know, I'm nesting. You know, I'm, I'm just I'm just ready for the new games. I'm bored of all these games. I mean, I have been playing Skyrim just to, like, play something. And Skyrim is my happy place. So that's kind of tidying me over. But nothing, nothing has really been interesting me. I just, I want to play Demon's Souls so badly. That's I just want the new things. <laughs> I get that. I get that. Yeah, I was... Like, man, PS5 is coming. What games do I have to pick up? And yeah, so I picked up Demon's Souls and Miles Morales. And yeah, I'll cover those in just a second for what I've been playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dungeon Master Mike, what have you been playing? Okay, your dog is really cute. Holy crap. Oh, thank you. <laughs> just, I just found your Instagram. So it's just like, oh, you got the ball halfway in the mouth. Oh, yeah, um, she loves the ball. Yeah, she's cute. Oh, All thanks. Right. So I... Oh, geez. I just realized I I finished a lot of games since the last time I recorded. Um, did, I, did I mention in the previous episode that I had already done my complete Baldur's Gate run through? Did I mention that in the previous episode or not? I did that. I, I, I think completely... you mentioned it in the side quest with Mudbum. I oh, okay. believe you mentioned it there because All we're right. going to do another side quest part two with him about uh, Larian games and Baldur's Gate. So I did my complete run through Baldur's Gate 1, Siege of Dragonspear, Baldur's Gate 2, Throne of Ball with the Ascension mod, which was hard as hell. After that, I completed Disco Elysium, um, which is just a crazy game. Um, I was a uh, communist superstar cop. Um, It was just fantastic. And then um, I completed... Hades, which is a roguelike where you are the son of Hades and you're trying to escape to find your mom, who is the goddess Persephone. And that was a blast. And right now I am playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey, despite me making fun of Luke for playing that game excessively last year. I'm finally on the train. So it's a it's a great trip. I'm loving it. Did you choose the male or female uh, main character? I'm choosing Cassandra by far. Okay. She, she, well, because everyone had said that the dialogue between the two characters are the same. So I was like, okay, if there's no story difference, and I'm only going to play this once. And then people had said that the voice actress was better. And so I was like, okay, then I'll go with her. So I play as her and she is a blast. The voice actress was, is phenomenal. And the, the facial expressions, I'm not sure if it's, if I'm just, I really haven't played games with facial expressions. I mean, Baldur's Gate, Disco Elysium and Hades, they're all just images, but the facial expressions were great. Um, so I just probably am out of the loop. It's just, it's a fantastic game. I love Greek mythology. I'm actually doing an extensive study up on it right now, just out of interest. So it kind of hits that that chord for me that's cool i i haven't played um assassin's creed since i played three and liberation and got my platinums in those earlier this year i i started four i started four when uh, i got my ps4 because that was i believe a launch title and it was one of the games i picked up but then 
I didn't get into it and I was super busy and that's when I bought a house and moved and all that stuff. Um, and I haven't played anything since then, but I did pick up Valhalla and it's installed, but I, with the work schedule this week, I didn't get a chance to play at all. <laughs> that's what a lot of people are saying. A lot of people are saying that they have it and they just haven't played it. And that's not boding well for Ubisoft. um but i'm curious to see because i know with origins odyssey and now valhalla they've moved to the different type of gameplay from what the previous assassin's creed games were so i'm gonna take a total jump up it's an rpg i didn't realize that yeah Uh, lucy have you played any of the new ac games I played Origins, but I've decided I just want to give up on Assassin's Creed. I'm going to die before Assassin's Creed ever ends. So I'm just, I'm so over it. Yeah, that's how I felt. The last one that I played before this one was Black Flag, but I skipped three. I didn't play all of the Ezio trilogy. And yeah, I, I, it's one of those games. I, it feels like a sport game by this time. Oh, yeah. It's like there is a new installment every year or a year and a half, and there's not quite enough difference between each game but they are fun they're beautiful but there's this is not it doesn't and this and the main story the the modern story doesn't seem to progress at all anymore oh my god it's just there now because they can't get rid of it it feels like it's like well yeah we've got mm. this other thing uh, that we suppose we should touch upon but exactly no one, really, no one that i've ever known has been like oh remember that character desmond what a guy that was my favorite bit of assassin's creed i don't <laughs> i don't think so you know what it's all about Ezio. <laughs> Yeah, so I think for me, it's one of those where it's like, if it looks interesting, I'll pick it up, which means I'll play it like once every three years or something like that. It's just not worth, it's not worth playing every single one, at least for me. Yeah, I mean, Assassin's Creed died with Ezio for me. I, I never felt the same way about the games after he was out of the, the story. Oh yeah, he he's the he's the face. He he's was Assassin's, face Creed. Assassin's Creed. Now this is something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I did enjoy the trilogy, and yeah, it was just nice having that full trilogy of just him, and then seeing that full story progress. And mm. I, I had a blast playing it last year, and finally finishing off all three of those games. Um, mm-hmm. But one of the things I heard about Valhalla is I think it's kind of going towards Red Dead Redemption Two in a way, which I know oh, really? you got a platinum in that, and that you have to like eat a lot to like get your health back and stuff. And that's where someone was complaining. They're like, I don't want to get in a fight and then have to go cook food and eat <laughs> to get to get my energy back. They're like, no, I just want to run around and kill people in Assassin's Creed. I don't want to be camping out and making food again. Yeah. It wasn't too intrusive in, in Red Dead. It was annoying. Like my Arthur was always underweight, but it never really did too much. Like you just, you could really quickly like knock back a can of kidney beans if you needed to, but yeah, you didn't (laughs) cook anything. That's much Uh, different because in Odyssey right now, it's, automatic refill like after a fight your life just goes all the way back to full so if you have to sit there and eat that's like that's a big change and again that's just something i heard someone say i i haven't experienced it because i haven't played it yet but that was what someone i saw complaining about i was like really that just doesn't seem fun to me yeah um so i have been playing um on my list still is super mario 64 for the switch i've i've played just a hair more i got a couple more stars i'm on world 10 I went between 10 and 11 still enjoying the game. It's my quick pickup, you know, when I have like 20 minutes and I'll try to get a star or two, like I said, last time, uh, Yakuza zero. I played maybe once since our last podcast and got a little bit further in chapter four. 
That is still our game of the month for last month. <laughs> I have a feeling it's going to be like our month of the quarter at this point, Mike. Yeah, I I dropped the ball on that one. I picked one that was a little bit too long because I went through it in like a week because I really loved that game. And I was like, oh, they can all finish it in a week. And no, it's like a 30 to 40 hour game. So I apologize. I will be wiser in my next decision. Oh, you're fine, man. It's, it's a great game. And actually... One of our listeners um, was talking to me, and it actually forced them to go back and pick it up, and they finished it last weekend, they told me. So they're like, it was a really a great game, they said overall. They were like, oh, that was awesome. You mentioned it was the game of the month, and they actually went back and finished it. So, Oh, cool. Yeah, and they, they really enjoyed it. I think they said they were on, like, they quit at, like, Chapter 7, if I remember right, when we were chatting before. And I said, this is probably the game we're going to be doing next. And, uh yeah, so they were like, okay, and then he messaged me on, like, I think it was Monday at work, and he was like, dude, I finished Yakuza 0, such a great game, Mike picked a good one, so. It's a fantastic one, I love it, I actually got a Yakuza tattoo because of it. Wow. Oh, that's awesome. Not, I mean, like, it's, I, it's, like, I didn't copy the characters, but I did get one in the same style, and it's not done yet, it's gonna take, like, another couple of years, but yeah, that's how much I love it. Is it like full back tattoo? Like, oh, yeah. It goes all the way up from my shoulders and it goes down to my thighs. Wow. Wow. That's so. awesome. Yeah, Lucy, if you haven't played Yakuza, I know I was in one of your streams and you were asking for um, some recommendations for games to play. I did throw Yakuza out there and I don't know if you saw it because, you know, things scroll quite a bit. But <laughs> Yakuza Zero is a good place to hop into the Yakuza games. It's a, a mix of like Grand Theft Auto and... Uh, what else, Mike? Um, so it's it's a very, very focused version of Grand Theft Auto, where Grand Theft Auto is kind of like all wide and open-ended. Uh-huh. Yakuza 0 is very contained. The world is very small, but it's so jam-packed with everything. It's, um, it's very much like... Uh, did you ever play... Oh, what's that one? Shin- Shinmui. Shinmui 1 and 2? No. Okay, they released a third one and it was incredibly disappointing. But the type of combat that they had where it's like an open world map and then it goes into semi-fighting game style. Um, so it's like two different modes. It, it it picks up from there. It has some RPG elements with it as well, but it doesn't take itself super seriously. You can recruit a chicken to be a landlord for your real estate business. Nice. So, and you can hire like Michael Jackson to like, to, to help you out too. It's like, they can't call him Michael Jackson. Uh, They don't take themselves seriously, but when you play the main story, it's like, whoa. And then they also did face capture for actual Japanese actors who play in Yakuza movies. So the character models that you see, they're actual actors. Um, Oh, cool. It's really cool. Yeah. I, I would recommend it. You can get a platinum on it. So, oh, well, now you're talking. Yep, there we go. That's a yeah, great. I yelled at I yelled at Mike. It's like 125 hours to platinum because you have to play through the game twice. <gasps> I don't know. I feel like sometimes I'm not sure if I have it in me anymore. <laughs> well, I was going to ask you about that when we get to that segment yeah. of the show, but <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, it's a. Uh, it's it's been it's been a lot of fun. Uh, there's so many little mini games you can go play as well that are just fun um, that I've enjoyed. Like karaoke. And yes, yes, that and it's nineteen. Good. Yeah, and disco dancing. And normally it's in the PSN store on sale for like ten dollars US, uh, whatever that is in your currency. 
Yeah, I I don't know. <laughs> about it's about ten bucks. Aren't our currencies almost roughly equal nowadays? I can't remember. I bet it's still probably like ten quid. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, and then on top of that, I did get a PS5 on launch day, and I did pick up Miles Morales Spider-Man, and I've played about an hour of it. It felt just like Spider-Man, the first one, which I loved. I streamed the first hour of it, and I've had a blast playing it so far. It looks great. I'm going to stay away from spoilers um, because it's so new, mm. but I've enjoyed it. It's been fun. I know it's supposedly short is one of the, the things I've heard is... I think somewhere between 10 to 12 hours to complete. So I think that sounds um, okay. Like I thought yeah. the other Spider-Man whilst I liked it, I did get a little bit fatigued towards the end. Cause it felt like I was doing the, the same thing quite a lot. So I think a smaller experience might actually be something that I'll enjoy more. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I agree. And like I said, graphics are beautiful. I don't know where the story's fully going yet. I'm taking a guess based on what I've played for in an hour and how games are usually set up. But yeah, so far I was like, I was just started playing the game and I was like, oh yeah, this is how you did it in the other one. And it's, oh, the controls just came right, came right back. The muscle memory kicked right in. <laughs> uh, so that's, that's what I've been playing. And I, I plan to install Demon Souls and Valhalla eventually. I did install Valhalla on my PS4, but I, I do have a free upgrade to PS5. So I may do that just to play it on PS5 at this point. Nice. Um, so on top of that, I do play Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes, which is a mobile game, and there's a, a road ahead vlog today, I'm not gonna, or yesterday, sorry, and I'm not gonna go into full details, I'll just hit a couple highlights, and maybe we'll talk about it later in another side quest or something, I don't wanna drag this out too long, but from The Mandalorian, Quill was added last week and this week in our Galactic Challenges, so this is a different way that they're adding characters in, you earn a few shards each week in the weekly activity that they're doing on weekends, and then next weekend and the weekend after will be IG-11 with the child or Baby Yoda, which everyone wants to call it still. So That's its name. <laughs> it is the child. No, it's not. <laughs> uh, they uh, Capital Games did announce fifth anniversary goodies are dropping on 11-25. So that will be the fifth year anniversary of this game that I've been playing now for basically five years. I started maybe three weeks after launch. So those are usually really good rewards that they'll they'll push out to everybody that plays the game. So I'm looking forward to that. They have not said what they will be, but I can guarantee you there's probably Clone Wars Chewbacca shards in there because that's one of the free gifts that they give out all the time. <laughs> um, they announced this week and last week that they're doing some shard uh, drop changes. So they're going to call characters original characters and then like the newly new characters. Um, to allow people that are new to the game to acquire characters faster, they're going to increase the shard value, uh, value by two on a drop. So if you do pull one, it'll be like double drops all the time. And then when double drops come around, say you pull the, the character and normally it'd be one you get to, now you'll get four. So normally it's about a month, three months to get a character by normal shard farming in these types of games. This should bring it down to about a month and a half is my guess. So, and on top of that, they're doing some uh, what do you want to call it? Some exchange rate currencies um, for the shard shop that will make it so everything kind of stays the same in the game economy. Uh, they announced yesterday in the road ahead that the Rancor raid, which was the first raid in the game, they're going to create a challenge tier for that. And they're going to have more details on that next month, but they also announced it's going to have Relic 8 material, which eh, 
so far Relic 7 is the highest gear level you can go with a character. So now they're going to start talking about how we can go higher there. So bigger money grab. Nice. They pushed in another uh, character from The Mandalorian. They announced they will have a marquee event in a few weeks, and it will be Moff Gideon. So that is from the season finale, season one finale of The Mandalorian, if you want to go watch that and figure out who that is. So we were thinking he might be a legendary character, which usually means you, you have to farm at least five characters and then go do the event when it comes around. But it's actually going to be a marquee event, which is usually about three days, and it usually hits like Thursday through Saturday. And then they teach you how to use the character. They usually give you like five tiers of activities to do like little battles and they teach you how to use the character. So that'll be coming. And then they announced that for galactic challenges, which they just, which they just added, they're going to add an auto complete uh, functionality to that, which means if you complete tier six, you'll get all the rewards prior to that from all the other tiers. So you don't have to sit there and play each tier individually. So that'll be a good update. So I won't go into any more detail on those, but some good changes it looks like they've got coming for the the fifth year anniversary of the game. Nice. Cool. Sounds fun. Yeah. Mike, you want to hit us off with the first news story? Yeah. Okay. So I don't really play Friday the 13th, the game at all. Do you, Lucy? No. Have you watched any of the really trashy movies at all? No, I'm terrified of anything horror-related. Really? (laughs) Yeah, I'm such a wimp. Oh man, I should get you to play some scary movies then. Uh, scary, <laughs> scary games. There are some games you can platinum. I'm like passing off platinum, like as if it's a selling point. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Friday the Thirteenth, which I think everyone remembered. I was actually kind of excited when this game was announced, but it kind of came out to um, lukewarm reception. It's a fun game. It was offered on the PSN uh, network for, you know, for free, I think, like last year around Halloween. And it's worth playing at least a couple of times. Um, but the concept is that it's one versus a team of people. Uh, the one is obviously Jason. And the team of people are uh, victims. And the majority of the games take place on Camp Crystal Island, where the murders take place. Jason, you can like customize with different outfits from the different Friday the 13th movies, of which there are 3,000. So there's there's lots of just opportunities for customization. Anyway, it's going to receive its final patch, which means the game is officially done. It's wow. going to be released in, well, it was in November, but sometime this month. Um, there's some specific changes. It's kind of... It's not really worth going into the specifics, but I do note that in playing the game, um, there are a few just quality of life things that the game required and needed. Um, It seemed to like the game was unfairly balanced towards um, the group of teenagers that are trying to survive when I feel like it should be the other way around. But there's just some um, bugs that are going to be ironed out. There's a few more bugs balancing things uh there's going to be matchmaking um support that's still going to continue on they will also indefinitely continue to run the double xp event that started earlier this year i guess due to covid which i'll just say tomb raider needs a quadruple xp event when it comes to like their multiplayer trophies because getting trophies on any type of multiplayer games especially for this one, Friday the 13th, is insane. It's not super fun. 
Uh, but yeah, they are going to be having double XP for the rest of the year. And that's about it. That's all for Friday the 13th. That was definitely Luke's piece of news. He, he loves Friday the 13th. <laughs> Did you ever play the NES game? I believe there was a NES one that was just, I could never like figure out how to play. I feel, I feel like the Friday the 13th NES game was akin to ET on the Atari. It just didn't make any sense. You didn't know what was happening. Um, and it was an odd horror game to be a side scroller. So I don't know. It was just weird. Yeah. I never, I, I saw, I saw clips of it. My cousins would play it, um, but I, I didn't touch it. Yeah, I know I didn't own it, and I think my cousins owned it, and we would play it. And I'd have like, I have no idea what I'm supposed to do if I remember right up with that game. I was like, what is, what is this? It was one of those games where you probably had to read the manual, and the manual would give you instructions on like how to actually play the game, and there would be no context in the actual game itself. Hmm. Gotcha. All right. Uh, League of Legends turn-based RPG Ruined King is coming to console and PC in 2021. So I have not played League of Legends at all, but this looks like it's an RPG based off of it. That's cool. Yeah. A trailer that played during the 2020 League of Legends World Championship Finals showed off the game's featured characters. Braum, Iloe, Misfortune, Ari, Pike, and Yasuo. Yasuo. these characters come from different areas. They have little to do with each other, and it looks like they'll group up to defeat a new enemy. Uh, we'll have to assume the heroes will have to take on the Ruined King, who isn't playable in League of Legends, but has an item named after him. So, yeah, I know some people play League of Legends. I was just one of those things I never had time to get into. It's kind of like World of Warcraft, right? You have to have a full no, subscription to that? No, not at all. It is very okay. different. It's... um. It is what's called a MOBA. Do you are you familiar with the term? Not at all. I don't know what MOBA stands for. It's an acronym. But the idea is that it's it's a team versus team game, and you have uh, you basically you're controlling a really powerful character on a board. It's kind of like a board game, and there are weaker, smaller, like peon characters that travel from one edge of the board to the next, and so. As a single character, you can wipe out these peon characters, but going up against a actual player, it's it's very difficult. And so it's um, did you ever see Heroes of the Storm when that was supported by Blizzard at all? No, I don't think I have. You control one character and this character has a tree of abilities. And throughout the course of a single game, you gain XP for killing for achieving goals. And then you spend that XP to level up your character in certain ways. And there's different builds for and no joke, like 50 characters. You have to play each character at least 30 hours in order to understand how that character completely functions and works. Um, and some characters have certain roles and they are good against other characters, but they're weak against others. And it depends on your team makeup and the type of board. It's it's a very, very complicated game. You can play it for free, but they have rotating free characters per week. So if you play for free, you're never going to play the same character at the same time. So oh, gotcha. you either have to do solid purchases to buy characters or you have to get like a subscription, which gives you a certain amount of currency. It's it's a. Uh, it's definitely a, a money grab, but it's worth trying at least once. It's just kind of toxic. 
Gotcha. Yeah, I, when I was thinking of World of Warcraft, I thought it was more like subscription based. I know some people who have played it, but we never really chatted about it. But I knew it was, yeah, like either subscription based or definitely played on PC. So this is one of those games I never got around to playing. So, uh, but it looks like Ruin King is being developed by Airship Syndicate, who uh, are the creators behind Darksiders Genesis and Battle Chasers Night War. Which I didn't play Darksiders Genesis. I played the first Darksiders and I really like the game, but I need to get back to that. It's one of those games that took a backseat to other games, I think. Mm-hmm. So this game has a planned launch on Nintendo Switch, PS4, and Xbox One, and on Windows via Steam and the Epic's Game Store. Uh, this game is also coming to PS5 and Xbox Series X, and owners of the PS4 and Xbox One versions will be able to upgrade their copy for free. And it looks like we'll be getting more information in December, which is promised by probably the developers. Cool. All right, next piece of news. Uh, <laughs> this one applies to Lucy. I will, yeah, it does. Okay. PS5s are short in stock. <gasps> no. I'm just going to jump in and do this piece of news, Jamie. I know it's your turn, but I kind of want to talk about it. Um, do it. PS5s are short in stock. Uh, Best Buy, which is the chain over here on, on our side of the pond. There's, there's Best Buys in the United Kingdom, right? Uh, I mean, I don't or think so. something else. It might be okay. like Asda. It, it's basically <laughs> like just like it's like a, a store where they just they sell games, they sell music, they sell uh, just digital goods and like comp computer parts. Oh, um, OK. That's just like electronic store. Like Curry's PC World. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. That Maybe. sounds like it. Um, so Best Buy, which is the big one over here, they uh, they're not going to have any PS5s or Xbox Series X in stores for the holiday season at all. Um, there was an announcement that was made and you can pre-order and purchase these consoles, but none of the consoles will be sold at physical stores. So because of the limited supply, you had to do it digitally, which was odd. Um, and if you buy it through that way, you have to pick it up physically in the store. So the stores have them, but they're not like putting them on the shelves or anything. Okay. Um, but yeah, so PS5s and Xbox Series Xs are uh, in short supply. They're popular. And, yeah, they're very popular. But the Xbox Series X, I'm sure Xbox freaks out because of how short supply they're in. And they see people blow their vape smoke into the bottom fan. of. Have you seen those videos? Oh, yeah, yeah. And they yep. like... It was a, it was like a hoax. Like, oh, it looks like it's on fire, and they blow their vape smoke into it, and like Microsoft are just cringing because they're just like, these things are rare right now. Don't, don't fuck it up. And so <laughs> they had to do a Twitter post, and it was like, I can't believe we have to say this, but don't blow your vape smoke into the consoles. So <laughs> that's uh that you know they're rare. Don't break them with your vape smoke. Um, but yeah. Yeah, everything is rare, and uh, it's probably not going to ease up until next year. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I wonder if part of the online thing is just to make it so that there's not a ton of people running into stores and not socially distancing and just really, you know, trying to maul over people to to grab a PlayStation or Xbox. (laughs) 
<laughs> have you seen the videos of like when the PS4 and the Xbox One first came out and people would be in these lines and it would loop around entire buildings and there were some uh, some people just grabbing for some attention. They'd go in there, they'd buy the system, go in front of the line where everyone is waiting to get inside to buy their system. They would unbox the console, place it on the ground, and proceed to hit it with a hammer in front of everyone. Yeah, they would do that. No! (laughs) And people would scream. (laughs) That's mean. Oh, man. It's real dumb because you're throwing away so much money for those consoles, but that's how much they're willing to spend for a laugh. And I just I can't I can't throw my money away like that. But it may I've already seen people like yeah. bashing their PS5s, putting them in the bath. Why on earth? Like if this was a uh. Pixar movie, like the PS5s, they <laughs> want to just go to a good home, and that one goes to a bad home where it gets drowned in the bath that never got to be lived. <laughs> Like, that would be sad. <laughs> do, you th- do you think those are, like, the people that, like, are making so much money from YouTube or Twitch or whatever that they're just like, eh, I'm going to make so much money off this video that I can buy, like, three PS5s based yeah. on the money I'm going to get from this video? I feel bad for the actual console. Like, it just wanted to be played and give joy. And what's it? What's happening? It's just being abused. <laughs> It's sad. Being murdered. Exactly. I'm not happy about it. That's that's not nice. I as someone who takes care of their console and yeah. I even traded in my PlayStation 4 when I got the PS4 Pro and they were all like yeah, you you were that guy that keeps the box and you put it all back in oh, nicely. Yeah. They're like and they they like they're just ripping the box apart. They're like we can't use this anyway and like and I was like what? It took me an hour to get it all back in there nicely like the way it came. <laughs> I, I saw so for people who keep their boxes, I saw a Twitter uh, post the other day, and it was some girl, and she said I borrowed an empty PS5 box from a friend, and I'm gifting it to my boyfriend with a positive pregnancy test on the inside. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's that cruel. Like. Yeah, will it be like joy, the disappointment, the joy again, or joy, disappointment, more disappointment? It's just gonna be. <laughs> Let's just be honest. It's going to be joy, and then it's just going to be deep regret. (laughs) (laughs) I hope she puts like rocks or something in there too, because that box is heavy with that PS5 in there. So if there's like no weight to it, he's going to know something's up. I did that to a relative of mine like three years ago. He was 14 years old, and he was like, he really wanted a PS4. So I just took my PS4, my empty PS4 box, and attached a five pound weight on the inside of it. I just duct taped it wrapped it up and gave it to him and he cried so hard when he opened up the box and he's like but you have it right like this is just a joke and i'm like no <laughs> he hated me uh so if i ever get a a gift from uh dungeon master mike i'm gonna be like very be, suspicious be yeah be sus be sus about yeah. it i was just gonna say or in that word i was like be sus of dungeon master mm-hmm. mike definitely All right, for our next news story, Capcom was hit by a cyber attack and the group claims to have stolen one terabyte of employee and customer data. You know, I'm not not super surprised anymore because I feel like my data was stolen like five times this year. Only five? 
okay, touche. Yeah. <laughs> probably have uh, I think in the course of my lifetime, it's probably been stolen now multiple times, probably up to words of 10 based on reports, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But yeah, that happened on November 2nd. That's uh, Capcom's, Capcom's servers were brought down by an unauthorized access carried out by a third party. Uh, the group claiming responsibility for the attacks did say they downloaded around one terabyte of data containing everything from employees' visa records to customer <laughs> bank details to proprietary <laughs> business information. Ooh. Right? Uh, Capcom, in their own statement, says, at present there is no indication that any customer information was breached, while adding they are, quote-unquote, consulting with the police as well as other related authorities, end quote, on both that- the breach and attempts to restore their servers. That is such a bullshit statement. Like, there is no indication that it was breached. Like, they're saying that, like, trying to calm you down, being like, there's a chance that it didn't happen. But what they're really saying is, we're so incompetent, we can't detect that it actually happened. And it's probably still happening. Mm -hmm. That's what it sounds like. It's just like, that's such corporate speak. It's such a bullshit answer. Yeah, that's the that's the HR answer <laughs> in uh, public yeah. relations. Uh, Capcom did say this incident has not affected connections for playing the company's games online or access to its various websites. Um, and they will continue to offer relevant updates as the facts become clearer via their websites and other means. So, so again, that kind of sucks for for Capcom. Which what is their main games right now? Devil May Cry. Yeah, they just released a Devil Devil May Cry Five Special Edition with a new character. Yeah, um, that's on the the PlayStation Five store. I did see that there. Yeah, so that's that's worth looking into. I played the original Five, um, and I am kind of like the PC version was modded to include the fifth character, and then Capcom saw that people were modding the game enough that they're just like, well, maybe we should include the character in like a re-release. So, yeah, it, the character has been re-released a year later. Or the game has been re-released with the new character. But, yeah. So they don't really have a whole bunch going on right now. From what I, That's the only one I see. Yeah, well, Resident Evil 8 will probably be theirs, right? That's Capcom still? Yeah, uh, but that's not coming out until next year. Right. All right, you want to take us to our last news story? Yes, last news story. Ubisoft is going to remove a controversial a controversial guest from Watch Dogs Legion's podcast, which it's a British journalist named Helen Lewis. Never uh, heard of her. I don't know who this is. Uh, but a, apparently this person had some offensive remarks that she's made in the past about gender identity. Um which is from just news articles that I've been reading uh, about about that. It seems like it's gotten really bad for, for trans people. Um, but that's like the same over here, too. It's, it's pretty bad in a lot of areas. But apparently she made some comments. And now Ubisoft's like, oh, we're not going to include her on the podcast anymore. Um, they're actually going to replace the episodes. Um, they're going to or in game. They're in game podcasts. Oh, oh interesting. Wait. I totally misread that. Okay. I thought these were, I thought this was referring to podcasts they would make in the game, like how HBO will sometimes do that. They make podcasts about their shows. 
these i guess are in game podcasts these are like podcasts that you can listen to as your character as you're going around hacking everything uh so yeah I, that's what i thought yeah so they so i guess these two in-game podcasts are being replaced i don't know if the comments were made in the game or if they're removing the podcast because the journalist said something uh in another context outside of the game it doesn't seem to be super clear um yeah yeah there, there were controversies the recording the recordings in the game i guess, i'm guessing uh, didn't have the offensive content but in 2017 lewis published an op-ed for the times called a man can't just say he has turned into a woman uh, in which the writer was critical of new legislation being proposed in the uk to make transitioning easier saying what the government proposes is a radical rewriting of our understanding of identity. It's now a question of an internal essence, a soul, if you will, Lewis wrote being a woman or a man is now entirely in your head. Um, so that's probably the article that's causing Lewis to be uh, removed from watchdogs. Hmm. <laughs> At least they're not EA. I mean, EA got sued for the third time on a class action lawsuit. So that's news. Yeah, I haven't played any of the Watch Dogs games. Uh, I've been wanting to play Watch Dogs 2. Legion may come in if I like the second one. So I only played the first one, and I thought it was fine, but I didn't like how one character was Lisbeth Salander from The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Um, mm. I just felt like that was just a blatant grab on a, on a deceased author's property, and I was like, oh, that's kind of tasteless. But anyways... Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Listen, um, have you played that series at all? No, I played Watch Dogs 1 and 2. I really liked 2. 1 was okay. I was a little disappointed with it. But then I thought 2 was really good. And then Legion just didn't look like something I was interested in. So I've, I've got no no care for it, really, unfortunately. Okay. That's fine, yeah. I Again, I haven't played 2 yet, but I heard 2 made 1 that much better. Like, they fixed a lot of things and made it just a ton better. Like, they did the mm. right stuff to make it better. I really so. like the characters. I thought the characters were much better in two than they were in the first one. Like Aiden didn't have much to him, and all of his other friends were a bit like, ah. <laughs> yeah, they they were very they were really bland. I mm. didn't really like Aiden as a character. I no. didn't really like the villain either. I felt like after playing the first one all the way through, I was like, okay, that's okay. And then I started it again to kind of like go through the beginning and look at all the foreshadowing, and I realized that the villain. Spoilers, the game came out, what, five years ago? But the villain is, like, talking to Aiden as if he doesn't know what he's about to do in such a way that makes it sound like a movie intro opening. And I just thought how bizarre that was. It just seemed really, really odd, but I didn't notice it having just started it the first time around. Um, huh. There's some odd design uh, decisions, but I was looking forward to playing number two. I just never got to it. That's good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it's definitely in my backlog. I, I have a full list of backlog games that's, I think, pushing over 100 games at this point. So you would have thought 2020 would be the year to try to get caught up on that, but it has not been. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on to our topic of trophy slash achievement hunting. Um, I don't know if Lucy technically fully does this, but I know she is a platinum hunter. What are you talking? Wait, uh, wait, 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 fully, fully does what? She um, has quite the resume. <laughs> she does. 
She does. I don't know what got her there, but one of my first questions for her was going to be, is how did the Platinum Notebook start? Because um, that was one of the things I noticed when I first saw your content was, is you had the Platinum Notebook and when you did the road to Platinum number 100, it was never official until it goes into the Platinum Notebook. Oh, no, it's never official <laughs> until it makes it there. Uh, I think it was just started, like, I just had this notepad that I uh, stole from McDonald's. Well, no one, had, no one wanted it. It was just there at the, on the table. And I was like, you know what? I will rehome you. Uh, so I took this notebook home. Uh, it was a pucker pad. And I was like, Oof, these are fancy as well. I, I was too poor for a pucker pad back then. And um, so I wanted to like get the trophies in these games, but I didn't have a laptop. I, there was just the family computer downstairs. So what I would do is I would take this lap, this notebook and sit at the computer at night and just write down all the collectibles and everything. And then the next day, I wouldn't need to use the computer. I could just do it from my room. On the and then it sort of evolved from there. And I started just I also I really love stationery as well, which is why I think it became more of a thing. It was just a nice excuse to get out my coloring pencils and write some things and draw some things. So that's pretty much the origins of it, really. And what game? So I I again tried to research and go into this as much as I could, but like I said, your your episodes are like an, like an hour minimum. I didn't realize that they were episodes meant to kind of have in the background. Um, so I had two days to just kind of skim. What mm-hmm. was the first game that you had played that began this road to 100 that you just recently accomplished? Oh, uh, I guess it would have been uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider was the first official episode of the road to 100. Uh, yeah. Oh, are you talking about all the way back from like the first ever platinum ever? I thought you said that it, this was like a 10-year journey. Oh, you. yeah, yeah. So my first ever Platinum was um, SmackDown vs. Raw 2010, back in the day. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that geez. is awesome. Yeah, that is awesome. beginnings, right? <laughs> yeah. I think my first Platinum came from Infamous, PlayStation mm-hmm. 3, which was like 11 years ago, going on 12 and that, to this day, remains my only platinum trophy. Really? What are you doing? <laughs> Playing games. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> I'll accept that. <laughs> um, I, this actually feeds into the next question for me. Jamie, would you want yeah. to read that next question on the list? Um, yeah, let me just finish up. My first platinum, I believe, was Burnout Paradise, and I just had a lot of fun with that game. So, you're asking like first first platinum, as I mentioned, yours. So, I do believe mine was Burnout Paradise. That was pretty awesome. So, and I just started loving hearing the ding every time oh. you did something awesome. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so, so it's a serotonin rush, is what oh, it was. What definitely. It, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I would think so. It's it's. Definitely, and I don't know, like the first time that that Platinum went off, I was like, that's awesome. I finally um, did that. So the question Mike has is, how do you stay sane doing repetitive tasks for a damn trophy? Oh, the struggle (laughs) can be real sometimes. You you have an entire video dedicated to this exact question. (laughs) (laughs) I I do. The thing is, I think back in the day, uh, I had like literally no games apart from the ones I I did have. And I had endless amounts of time. So it it wasn't like a big deal to me then because I was like, well, I've got nothing else to do. Let's just, just commit and do it. And then... Uh, listening to podcasts or watching things in the background helped a lot but now as I'm getting older I kind of want to do a bit more like what you do is play games because sometimes you're not sure I don't know if I'm playing a game anymore sometimes when I'm endlessly doing stuff for hours but I just I have this thing as well when I've committed time to 
something, I, I just don't want to give up, uh, which is probably to my detriment. <laughs> I, you know, like the hard thing for me. So uh, as I ask these questions, I'm, I'm grasping for understanding. Um, mm -hmm. I think it's really, really cool that you and Jamie, that you guys, I mean, like if, if that's what, if, if that's what brings you the joy, the by all means do it. I, it's, it's just, it's almost inconceivable for me, at least in, in some degree, because, um, it's like, I'll relate a story. Um, Jamie during when we were playing Tomb Raider for game for uh, game of the month, right? Mm -hmm. I was trying to get the trophy for shooting 10 people. It was just 10 people off of zip lines. And even though it's a low number, it was incredibly hard to do. And you have a, like a limited time in the game to do it because once you pass a certain point, there's not very many enemies around anymore. You kill them all. And so I'm sitting there and I'm trying to do this trophy and Michelle, my wife, she comes in and she's like, didn't you just complete this three days ago? And I was like, yeah, but this is my second run through. And she's like, why? Like, because I'm trying to get these, like these awards. And she's like, oh, okay. So she's sitting down. She's just kind of like backseat gaming, just like watching. And then I shoot the 10th guy off the rope and the little trophy comes up bling. And I was like, yes. And she's like, you did that for two hours just to get that little <laughs> icon. And I was like, yeah. And she was just like, fuck this. And she left. <laughs> so the point that I'm trying to get at is, is like some of these, some of these trophies, not all, but some of these trophies seem asinine. Um, and, oh, very. That's and the it's, point. It, yeah. Well, well, no, because there's okay. I, I did this example with Jamie before. I'll bring it up to you. In Half Life Two, there is I don't know if if they call them a tr like achievements or trophies, but there is there is some task that you can do in Half Life Two, I believe it was, and it was sending a garden gnome to space, and mm -hmm. the only way you can do that is if you picked up a garden gnome from the beginning of the game and you carried it with you for like seventy five percent of the game. You had an opportunity to put it inside a spaceship. And then you can launch the spaceship at a different point in the game. And like when you are carrying that thing through the game, you have to set the gnome down. You have to fight and then pick the gnome up, go through puzzles <laughs> with the gnome in your hand. Like that I can see as being fun and goofy and quirky and being like, this is an extra task. When I played Zelda Majora's Mask, I would try to beat the last guy using only the like initial mask. I don't know if you play Zelda um but i'm strictly there... playstation <laughs> okay so you know there's there's just little things like this even as kids because you you don't have the money to buy yourself a game you make up challenges for yourself in the games that you already have those i feel are like legitimate achievements and trophies but some of these are just mind-numbing um uh, like like i don't what was what was one that you had a hard time with jamie on tomb raider it was um getting to level 60 Oh. In multiplayer, in, in multiplayer, multiplayer yep. on a server that has ten people playing at any given time, it's that like, was how do one you... of that's one of my lowest moments. I won't argue that. <laughs> yeah. So, it, it, is it really, truly the this like I, I call it a serotonin rush in 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 jest? But I, is it is it really like the feel that you've accomplished something in gaming that very many people like not very many people do. Is that what it is? Is it, is it the, I just completed this. 
I guess it's, it's changed. Like back in the PS3 times, I was actually quite bad. Like I would literally, like it's all I cared about. I wanted it so badly that I would. I know it sounds it sounds like an actual problem when I look back, but <laughs> I just didn't care. I would just like I was like I'm hell bent on doing this. If it's doable, I'm doing it. And I would just I would spend hours just just to get that completion. To be like, ah, oh, I did it. Now, if that game had come out, I would definitely not put put as much time into that Tomb Raider stuff. I would have seen that and immediately gone, nah. I'm not doing it. Back then, it was like, you know, my mind was set. Now, going to what you were saying about some of these trophies, like we do need some quality trophy assurance somewhere. You know, some people are just putting in rubbish. But sometimes I like just sitting there. Like, if I want to play a game, I'm like, what do I want to do? Do I want to play a story thing? Maybe I just feel like getting a trophy today. And so I'll look at my list and I'll just look at the ones like you're saying, like get 10 kills on a zip line. I'm like, you know what? I feel like doing that today. Just because it's like switch off your mind and you could just sort of like play something without having to play i don't know does that sound familiar to you no it it does no it, it does and that's relatable i can i can definitely relate to that like i can see myself playing uh so i'm really big into the, like the role-playing games and stuff and to and to complete trophies platinum trophies especially on those types of games which like i i wouldn't i wouldn't play any games i would play one game a year um with the amount of time that i have so i you know i gotta move on at some point but i can see myself sitting down looking at a trophy list and be like Catch every fish, you know, while fishing in this particular game, like Stardew Valley or something like that. And be like, I can see myself wanting to do that. So, yeah, for there are I like to, to your credit. Yeah, I, I can I can see that. But would you want but, to find and skin all the animals in Red Dead Redemption 2? I wouldn't I, well, recommend it. <laughs> I, I've only played I've only played the first 10 minutes of Red Dead Redemption 2. And I just know it is ginormous. But I don't like I don't fully comprehend that statement. Like I don't know how big that game is. I know it's massive. Oh, isn't there something ridiculous like three hundred animals or something? Oh gee. <laughs> yeah. And they're not all in the same spot. You have to like travel all over the map too. Oh yeah, I spent two hours looking for an owl. Yes. An owl? Yes. <laughs> Just staring up in the sky, walking around, looking for an owl. And That's then I was like that's a pretty yeah. segment of the sky right there i wonder how that side yeah. is drawn and then it would be daytime you're like well i've got to go to sleep and camp out and do it all again for the next night and then oh, my lunch man. break would be over and i'd be like well until tomorrow al i will find you <laughs> oh that's funny are you are you like putting this on your resume like owl watcher that <laughs> i've done oh. this for so many hours yeah exactly i'm an expert at now i'll tell you exactly where to go but you will have to wait for it <laughs> <laughs> so when you're doing like a test like that do you put on like a podcast are you sometimes streaming and just talking to people in stream or do you do something else it's mainly just listening to a podcast uh or music i did i got into a lot of music while doing red dead redemption just because i like to just riding around listening to some tunes and doing the stuff uh although i don't know i don't know if streaming something so monotonous would be fun like for anybody in that situation <laughs> So that's why I've not done that. Yeah. It's just a, a different time, though, too, where you can just be like, well, I guess I'll stream and see if anybody wants to hang out and chat with me while I'm sitting here doing this. Yeah, does anyone else want to watch me watch the sky? Anybody? <laughs> <laughs> now, that game, you had an issue, right? That oh. something didn't, and you were, was that like one of those where you almost gave up on the platinum? No. Okay, because I love Red Dead Redemption. And I was like, God damn, 
I'm getting this platinum and I do not care. See, this was again, it got went I went back to the recesses of badness. But I was like, I don't care. I love Red Dead Redemption 2. I want to get this platinum, so I'm gonna do whatever it takes, whatever it takes. Now I don't have a time limit on this, so I didn't care. If it took me ten years, if I was on my deathbed still looking for owls, I would have got it. All right. There was nothing else gonna stop me. God so, damn, that is that is drive. I don't, I don't know why someone helped me. <laughs> Now, is that because you love the game so much and or because it was on the road to Platinum 100? Well, this is the thing that happened as well. Uh, I knew that I wanted number 99 to be like a final test. Like whenever like you watch a movie, you never just find The Wizard of Oz. There's always got to be some last thing before, you know, the big ending. And I was like, well, I can't just sit there and play I Am Mayo or whatever it is. My name is Mayo. That's a really boring end. So I wanted to do something that was going to be difficult and like a game that I was really proud of. And so that's what kind of put the time limit on myself almost because i knew i wanted to get the episode out the next month so i was like right i've got to crack crack on with this <laughs> no i get that and i think for me one of the things is being a person that likes to get platinum trophies is i want it to be the games i like and love mm -hmm. which for me as well is also uncharted games like i it took me a while but i did have to go back and play uncharted 3 again to get the platinum mm -hmm. and uncharted 2 was not a problem uncharted 3 was where the series kind of I don't know if it was the hype, kind of like with movies, where it was good, but I don't know if like Uncharted 2 set such a high standard for me that like Uncharted 3 didn't match that for me. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, I had the same feeling. I remember when Uncharted 3 ended. I, this is what really annoyed me about Uncharted 3, right? The end cutscene begins, the final one, and the trophy for beating the game pops as the cutscene began. And I was like, why would you do that? Now I know it's the end of the game. Like, I, I was so angry. <laughs> like, I was like, never do this to me again, Naughty Dog. Um, and now it makes you watch the whole credits. So, you know, that told me. <laughs> but yeah, I, was, I felt really underwhelmed when I beat Uncharted 3 as well, sadly. That, yeah. that, actually, that actually brings up another thing uh, that I find kind of, uh, not necessarily, it's kind of on the opposite spectrum of monotonous trophies. But they're definitely trophies that I think should be removed are like chapter, like getting to a new chapter in a game and they give you a trophy for that. Oh, that's, that's not... just nice. I don't, well, why, don't I... want, why don't you want that? That's just a nice little like, here you go. We're proud of you. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, we well, want you to play more, Mike. We want you to play more. We're giving you a little, here you go, that little... I... I'm I'm going to I'm all right. I'm just going to be kind of bullish about this. I think they should give you like a trophy for completing the game on a certain difficulty or completing the game on the hardest difficulty, but not for every single little chapter because that's those aren't real achievements. I mean, like unless all right, so um, unless you're like my my mom, right, who yeah. has never played a game in her entire life, and she just decides one day she's going to buy a PS5, and she pulls up. Uh, again, and they give her a little of like reward for completing the tutorial level in Yakuza, you know, and it's <laughs> like, oh, cool. I did something great. Like, I love my mom. Uh, it's definitely not her forte uh, to play games, but I can see. OK, yeah, that's an achievement for her. But for someone like yourself, Lucy, who is extremely adept and and, <laughs> and has I mean, 100 damn platinums wow um a chapter completion isn't i mean like that isn't an achievement because you're you're still on the road to completing the game because you are way above and beyond that so 
I don't like, I feel like those chapters and not only that, it does spoil it too. If there are seven hidden trophies inside the game and you're pretty sure one of those hidden trophies is going to be given to you at the end of the game, you know, there's six chapters, right? Like that doesn't always work like that. Yeah, it doesn't always, but sometimes you can kind of figure it out like on chapter based games. And you get a trophy at the end of chapter one and you get a trophy at the end of chapter two. And you're like, well, there are seven more of these hidden trophies. I think I know how long the game is going to be. And you could kind of like, I, I don't know. Like that. Helps me sort of, you know, see where I am in the world. You know, get a lay of the land. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I guess that's just me then. It's just for me, I, those are, I don't think those should be trophies. No, you, that's need just small, my you need the small wins. You know, it's nice. If I played yeah. games and I didn't get a trophy until I beat the end of the game, I would, I'd be sorely disappointed because I'd be like, <laughs> I want, I want the little things to be like, yay, yay. The best ones are the ones that you don't know you're going to get. You're just doing something and the trophy pops. You're like, what did I do? I did something. <laughs> Ooh, let's have a look. <laughs> well, for me, it's the content of the game that that's the little like wins. Like Assassin's Creed, I gained a level. It's like, oh, there we go. That's no, that's that's the thing for me. Mm. Um, but yeah, I guess I. I mean, I could see that. I. It's just it's for me. It would be different. It's just different content, you know. But for people that love platinum trophy hunting, I can see that being really rewarding. But I, for me, it's that's not me. <laughs> that just really is. <laughs> I I do like the chapter one sometimes because then I can be like, oh, Mike quit there. He got to that chapter and then gave up. Exactly. It's a good. What model. a schmuck. <laughs> what a schmuck. He couldn't beat that boss, so he gave up. Well, it, it's also really cool too. I mean, okay, so one plus I will give those types of trophies is. You could look on the PlayStation Network, and I think you can do the same thing for the Xbox, and you can see what percentage of players have have gotten to that point. Yeah, and it's mm-hmm. just like, oh well, for for Demon Souls, fifty percent of the people completed the tutorial. That means fifty percent of the people who bought the game couldn't get through the tutorial. That's pretty fun to look at, I I, I must admit. And then like it goes off exponentially, like to complete you know this area. Uh, only like 10% of the people did it. It's I can see that being fun. Well, that's why I got a little upset that Dark Souls took out the uh, trophies for beating certain bosses because that was the thing that I lived for in Demon's Souls. It was the thought that I would get this trophy and everyone who cared, no one cared, uh, could see <laughs> that I had beaten that boss because I had the trophy that said I did. But Dark Souls, they didn't do that for every boss. It was like only a couple of them. And I was like, how's anybody going to know that I beat the Bell Gargoyles now? <laughs> I so, miss... Yeah. Oh, man. I've, I have played so many Souls games. I have... Like they're all mixed up in my head. I forget what bosses belong to which games. Oh, I can't wait to play Demon Souls again. I oh, cannot wait. I love that game so much. And it's weird because like it's not like the PS3 game was not great. I mean, it is good, but the you know, your character doesn't move very well. So I have this love for it, but I do remember struggling really hard with it. And so I feel like this is gonna be the making of the game. All the people that never got to play it will hopefully feel the love that I had for it, but will be able to experience it in the way that you would want to and oh my god it just looks so amazing as well like i can't wait to see all these bosses how they how they should be looked you know glorified up in their like new i'm so excited you can tell now i've got i've got, I've got myself all excited <laughs> just I, about it. i'm really excited we're kind of going off the off the beaten path when it comes to trophies no, but i'm just great i'm just gushing about demon souls right now oh. but, but like, oh man this is fun the, 
Do you remember in the tutorial level for Demon Souls, there was the Vanguard Demon Boss? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was possible to beat him, but because we were inexperienced with Souls-like games, it was a boss that you were going to die at, and that's where the game truly starts. But mm. there, there were people who completed that boss run and then got some extra rewards. Like, it was always there. Um, I can't wait to fight that boss again with my like demon with my souls skills that i've gotten from dark souls one two and three demon souls bloodborne yeah. sekiro i can't wait to go and whip that boss's ass is that and a I, souls game will never be as hard as the first one you ever played and i think that's oh, why exactly that's why demon souls holds a special place in my heart because it was so hard because i just didn't know but after you kind of know the how the game goes they're never as hard as that first one and uh, no. what a learning curve. And, and the times that you die, it's no longer a frustrating moment. It's kind of like, oh, that was clever. I didn't think of that. And now mm. you go and you, you pass it, you know? So Yeah. See, that was where my uh, determination for trophy hunting also prevalated. Is that a word? I've just made it up. Uh, whatever. I think I was trying to say two words at once. But I, so I had <laughs> Demon Souls. Um, and this was before you could delete uh, trophy lists off your PlayStation. So I got it on... Uh, ps plus in the summer and i was like you know what i'm gonna give it a go i could surely earn one trophy because i have a big role i must earn at least a trophy because i don't want 0% on my list now i don't really care because you can delete it but at the time i was like i can't have this 0% so i but it'll be fine i can earn a trophy my god i could not get past <laughs> that first level and i spent a week a week and every day i was like i'm gonna try again i'm gonna try again because i want to be that first boss that's all i want to do i just want to be the first boss and then i'm uninstalling this game and i'm never playing it again i just want that one trophy and when i got it i've never been so happy i was like oh my god i actually did it and then i looked over and i was like what if i could beat the next boss and thus oh, it, then it began like it then hooked it was done. <laughs> it hooked you oh man <laughs> i was so gonna quit i wanted to quit so badly <laughs> but Aren't you glad that you did not quit? That's why I love that game so much because it was just a—it feels like a real accomplishment for the fact that I didn't quit and it was I, and I loved it for it. I even the the flame lurker—I wanted to just give up because I spent days on that. But every time I beat another boss and I got that trophy, I was like, "What's behind the next? What's after the next archstone? I want to know." Oh. Yeah. When, so without so without trophies, you might have given up, and that might not have had such an impact on you. Yeah, though. that's a good that's a good point. I probably would have never played the Dark Souls game again. I would have just like, no, I hate that game. That was rubbish. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I think I think that statement alone kind of like defeats my cynicism. There you go. <laughs> because, <laughs> because the Souls series is one of my favorite series. The only game I haven't played is, is Dark Souls Two, mm -hmm. um, but it's one of my favorite series. And I love that game, and I will defend it. Um, and here I am shitting all over, you know, trophy hunting, yeah. it, like jokes. But the fact that a trophy collector is yourself was propelled forward in order to get a trophy, and you ended up liking one of my favorite series of all time. I don't think I can really like bash on trophies anymore. There you go. That's actually, that's, that's actually really cool. I really like that. Oh, I'm glad. I mean, yeah, I, I do think back to that and I was like, wow, I would have definitely have given up if it wasn't for the fact that I had to earn a trophy. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And that can go to a lot of things, you know, you can take it outside of the video game world, right? Say you get a trophy for doing something in life, like, and you just kept propelling you forward. But I don't know. That's just putting wish, a little flaw. Oh. I wish I could do that in my real life. I'm just like, no. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> you went to the grocery store 100 times. Trophy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, nice. Sure. What else? <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding. Um, so I was curious. Um, before you start a game, do you mm-hmm. look at up the trophy list and or a trophy guide? I okay. I take a cheeky look and I make sure not to look at any hidden trophies. It depends on the game in question. Like I will never ever let a trophy list uh, determine whether or not I will play a game, or I, and I don't want to make a like a snap decision. Like I'm going to platinum this. I'd rather just enjoy the game. And if I miss trophies, then I miss them. I'll I'll come back and do a, a second playthrough if I like the game enough. But I will I will take a cheeky gander just to see what I'm in for. Like I did look at the Demon Souls trophies and I've seen that they've really shaken them up a bit. And I was like, interesting. Well, like, what kind of trophies for Demon Souls? Like, what kind of changes that have you seen? Well, they've got rid of the ones to uh, upgrade all the weapons to full, which were a bit rubbish anyway, so they were kind of boring. So I was like, I'm glad they're out. But they've added, like, ones where you have to be an invader, and I hate invading. It's like, kill someone as an invader, and I'm like, why? But oh, yeah. on the flip side, they've got some cool ones that are, like, um, like doing something in a level but you might not ha- realize you're doing it. I don't want to spoil it, but there are some like cool ones, which is which are maybe a little bit of a challenge. It's like go to this area in that area and don't get hit by an arrow, for instance. Oh, that's it. Beat a boss without killing like the ads, for instance, which is like a nice challenge and something that you can strive towards. I think. Oh, that's cool. I that's like really that. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I kind of do the same thing uh, with the Yakuza 0. I just wanted to see roughly how many hours they think it's going to be to get a Platinum. Mm-hmm. It wasn't going to defer me from playing it. And sometimes I do like to know if it's like three playthroughs, one playthrough, or something like that. Because sometimes I want to plan that out. Or mm-hmm. it's it can be seven playthroughs because you have to play each level individually. Or it's make sure you play on hard so you don't play normal, hard, and the other so sometimes I just like to know that kind of stuff before uh, I... See, I don't like playing games for the first time on hard because I just, like... I just I feel like the game was meant to be played on normal. That's the experience they wanted you to have. But maybe... No, I st- no, I would always play on normal. And then I would take the hit and have to do another playthrough if needed. I tend to agree, and that's where I normally go. But sometimes if it's, if it's a game I'm really somewhat good at, Maybe like an Uncharted game, I will sometimes choose hard first. But yeah, that makes sense. I think on every single one of those, I did normal first anyway. And then, you know, went back multiple times to do the other playthroughs because usually you have to get to crushing on Uncharted and those don't unlock right away. Yeah. Um, one of the things I, I've hated and one of the reasons I don't have some trophy, mul- some platinum trophies is multiplayer trophies. Do you Ooh. think they should be counted for platinum? No. This is what I would say. I would put them in a sub list, but I don't mind having some maybe like multiplayer trophies that are asking you to just try it out, like play one match or da da da. I think that's fair enough for them to want to incentivize people to give the multiplayer a go through the allure of a trophy. But getting to level 1 billion, 1010, that's, that's too <laughs> much to ask, I'm afraid. I, I tend to agree, and I hate the ones that are in. I want to say it's like Street Fighter, where it's like make get ranked one percent out of the week or something like that. And I'm oh. like, yep, that's never happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah, those those are just impossible to achieve because you. Oh man, no, you can't do that. I, I know Dragon Ball Fighters has something like that too. It's one of my favorite fighting games, and it's like I'll, I'll never get that trophy ever. Yeah, I tend to agree. And I think Uncharted 2 or 3 did something like that, where it was like, 
try out the multiplayer, but then they had a bunch of sub trophy lists for yeah. doing some multiplayer stuff. And that's where I was okay with that. Cause I think it's nice to, I think it's nice to show that you gave the multiplayer a try and that you beat the, the PVP part of the game, the, or sorry, PVE player versus environment or for like my mobile game is PVE and PVP PVP is player versus player or multiplayer. I, I sometimes don't feel I need to master that because some of those games I've done, I'm like, uh, one of the trophies that I'm like, I have my Platinum 4 that I'm like, eh, why did I do that is like Quantum of Solace, the 007 game. And that multiplayer was not good. And I just ground, <laughs> you know, did the grind and got it. But, you know, it was fun to try. And I'm, I'm and it's kind of the same with Tomb Raider. It was like fun to give it a try. Sentence. You just have to yeah. do your time and wait it out. And, when, and if you get good behavior, you might get it done sooner. Yeah. And I think Dungeon Master Mike would agree. We had fun doing some Tomb Raider stuff there for the first couple hours. It was, we were doing the, uh, you're outside on like the island and we were setting the stakes up and he was getting struck by electricity and we were just grenading each other and it was fun. And then after a few hours, we were just like, oh my gosh, like, I don't want to do this anymore. (laughs) Yeah, it is fun, but it was only fun when we were doing it together and well, on the times where I was playing it and you were like busy at work or something, I'm just like, well, I don't want to work on that. And then enough time passes, like even just a week where we don't play together. And by that time, I'm like, nah, I'm done. You know, so I, yeah, just the multiplayer trophies altogether. I think I would I would not be sad to see them go. Yeah. Benham. Uh were you going to, sorry, did you say something, Lucy? Oh, no, I was just saying they need to be binned. Oh, binned. That's what the word was. I was like, <laughs> I didn't know if you got cut off. <laughs> it's my thick um, London accent. <laughs> oh, Is there a platinum trophy you skipped and want to go back to? Ooh. Hmm. Let me think. Skipped. I mean, I always think about, in the dark recesses of my mind, Mass Effect. Because I would really love to get it, but the things they're asking you to do and the way that I haven't done it would require so many playthroughs that, I, as much as I love the game, I don't think I can do it that many times. So I had to mm-hmm. sort of, you know, let that one go. Uh, but I'm hoping, fingers crossed with the uh, remasters coming out, I can rectify that wrong and maybe do it yeah. right this time. Yeah. I was actually going to bring that up if you didn't. Yeah, the remaster is coming out. It's the second, you know, redeeming opportunity for you i know i'm so excited i hope they shake up the trophy list uh because the original one is at five five or seven playthroughs if i remember something like that because i've also got to do playthroughs to get some of the like you know how you can pick your class and you have to do certain things so i'd have to start a game and like do this and this and this and because i didn't pick a true class at the beginning i've got half of one half of the other and then of course there's doing all like the hardcore and the insanity getting to level 60 so i kind of like wrote it all down on a piece of paper in the book and when i finished all my maths and calculations i was like dear god i don't think so <laughs> uh yeah yeah i'm i'm a fan of them what that's where i struggle sometimes with platinums i sometimes i feel it's the developer's way of giving you the roadmap or a way of seeing what it is to get the full um trying to think of the word you know just to experience the full game the full experience of the game yeah um 
But then there's times I'm like, I don't want to play through a game eight times, especially if it's 20 hours of playthrough. Now, no, they're taking the mick at that point, and I, I then yeah. lose respect. Right. You're wasting and my time, good sir. Exactly. And then if they don't make it where like you can skip cutscenes or anything like that, it makes it even worse. And I'm like, mm. I'm fine for the first playthrough if you don't let me skip a cutscene. But after that, dear God, please let me skip a cutscene. Yeah. <laughs> so I can just get through the game. Um, so those those I think are some things that do help with multiple playthroughs and if they don't do that it makes me really mad <laughs> mm. i guess another one i'm just thinking about going back to the souls chat is dark souls 3 like i'd love to get that platinum and i always think that i might do but it's the covenant farming that has just like really grinded me to a halt on it yeah uh one of the ones i struggled with for a long time was final fantasy 13 it was like you needed like several rare drops from this one stupid enemy that was even with like everything max luck that you could get it was still a drop in the hat if you got the item uh, to drop and i think you needed it to drop two or three times finally it prevailed and i was actually home visiting a friend uh for christmas and i brought my save file home on a memory stick and i you know created my account on his playstation and then he was like literally two hours of farming and he goes dude it should not take this long and then he's like <laughs> He's like, how long have you been trying this? And then he's like, oh my goodness. And then finally it happened. And then it's one of those trophies where you get the item to go craft the ultimate weapon, but then it doesn't pop the trophy. You have to actually go back to another area and talk to somebody. And then when you talk to them and they're like, oh, you've got all the things, then the trophy pops. And it was one of those like, in like, that's what I don't like is when the trophy doesn't tell you. It's like, go talk to this person to make the trophy pop. Those are annoying when... You, like I think I had to go look up of like why didn't it pop? You know those are the, mm. the frustrating ones too. It's just like get all the ultimate weapons. Yeah, it's get the ultimate weapons and talk to the person. <laughs> yeah, thanks for that tidbit. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, actually, I have just remembered one that I will forever be upset that I probably won't get the platinum for it, but I feel like I earned it, and that's Destiny. I played so much of that game, and I'm so upset that I never got the platinum for it because. Oh, it was so much of my life, and now I think that time has passed too much, and I'll never get it. <laughs> I I understand that feeling. For me, it's resistance too. It was I couldn't put myself to get ten thousand ranked online kills. Oh yeah, and and it's like think the only trophy I'm missing. I did all the other multiplayer stuff, all the main campaign stuff, single player, and it's one of those. I did love the resistance series, and I was kind of sad. Insomniac hasn't given us a trilogy with a remaster or a remake of those for the you know the ps4 or ps5 at this point but maybe Mm. um because resistance was a launch title for the ps3 and then they came out with the resistance 2 and resistance 3 and they were fun games i i enjoyed them it was your like call of duty shooter with ratchet and clank weapons (laughs) um is there a platinum you regret getting or that you're ashamed of uh, hmm. I mean, I can't really think of anything like I never played the Hannah Montana or anything. <laughs> uh, like, I remember when that was such a thing. Like, I think the used price of that game went up because so many people would go get it just to get a quick platinum over a weekend. <laughs> yeah, I mean, most of them were games that I actually wanted to play. Like, I never would go out and just yeah. buy a game for the platinum. Yeah. Um, uh, I. I actually have a story about that one. Oh, yeah. 
So uh, you know how you can access friends uh, and their trophy lists and everything, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, there, there is. I had a, I had this friend, and he was. I, I mean, I, I don't want to play into into uh, gender stereotypes, but he play like he's definitely in like the macho type jock level playing Madden playing um you know like every single sport game soccer uh or or football and and american football and baseball just really really into the sports um very pretty like pretty much on the edge of saying like hey if you play anything other than sports games you're you're not an adult type thing that's the type of person that he was Uh i'm going through his trophy list just to kind of see what he's been up to and I see a platinum for how to full boyfriend just <laughs> randomly in there. And so I texted him with a picture at it. And he's like, that wasn't me. <laughs> uh, that is one of the, I guess that is a random question I might have. Do you have a separate account on your on your PlayStation where you play the games that you don't want people to know that you're playing? <laughs> no. Or that... Because I know some people do that. They create one where they they play the games that they don't think they're going to get the platinum in because they don't want to, you know, taint their their trophy list. And then there's or the games they don't want other people to know they played. No, I tried to steer away from that. Like I do get the appeal, and sometimes like there was one um, time where my friend wanted to play Hidden Agenda, and I literally was like racking my brains because I was like, I really don't want this game on my list. But do I? What do I do? What do I do? And I was like, I was like, Lucy, give your head a wobble. Just play the damn game. And so I do. And sometimes I look at it and I'm like, it was a rubbish game. And now I've got it there forever. But we had a nice day. I played it with two friends and it was good. But I did put my foot down for FIFA 20. When we were playing it in the office, we used to play FIFA and lunchtime. So someone was like, oh, Lucy, um, I'll, I'll play you. We just need to install it on your PlayStation. I was like, no, sorry, you, you can't do that. And they're like, what do you mean? And I was like, I no, we're not we're not installing it. We'll have to play it on yours. And they're like, well, why? And I was like, I can't have the trophies on my list. I'm sorry. That's the reason. Goodbye. <laughs> So I was like, hard no on FIFA. <laughs> uh, yeah, I get that. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any. I, I haven't done it, but I, I def, like I said, I've heard of some friends doing that. So. Mm, I get it. Yeah. Um, yeah, if you got time, we got a few more questions here that I just thought were might be fun trophy related type things, too. Oh, so. sure, go for it. Yeah. Uh, was there something you did in a game and was surprised there was no trophy for it? That one's kind of obscure, but. Ooh. There are times you're like, oh my gosh, I did that, and there's no trophy. <laughs> I think it's more the ones where, like, the, the things you do. Like, for example, cause just because I have Red Dead on the brain, like, there was, like, one trophy that encompassed lots of things. And I was like, oh, this is so frustrating, because it would be nice to get some trophies on the way to getting this bigger trophy. So sometimes that, I was just like, oh, I can't believe there's no trophy for this that I've done. But there is at the end of it, I like... I can't think of anything in particular, I'm afraid. Why, do you have something? Um, when I wrote the question, I had it on my head, and then I can't think of it But now. <laughs> but <laughs> No, but there's sometimes you're like, oh, like maybe in like a wrestling game, you're like, I put all this stuff together, and like that would have been a cool trophy or something like that, you know? So, mm. Yeah. Um, I couldn't think of anything off the top of my head right now, but I think I had something when I came up with that question. Because I was like, oh, sometimes you're doing something you're like, that was really cool, and it would have been cool if there was a trophy for that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I know you try to plan out your screenshots sometimes for trophies. Is oh, there yeah. one that you're like, you have a favorite one that you like planned out and it actually went as planned? 
Ooh, let me think. Um, I mean, normally they're always... I always try and make the character face the camera, but it never really comes to be. It's always like some blurry screenshot because me just frantically trying to swing my character around. Um, oh, let me think. There must be some... I'm just looking at my games that are in front of me and just having a quick look. I mean, maybe some of the Dark Souls ones, they always have quite nice because you've just like done something. Uh, mm-hmm. um, but a lot of them are just sometimes like a black screen when you finish the game or whatever. I'd have to, I'd have to yeah. look into it. Maybe Bloodborne has did, a good one. Did you like that feature when they added that, that it took a screenshot and actually put it with the trophy? Oh, yeah, did I you like really... that. I think that's great because then it's something to like, you know, tweet and, you know, have something to show. And it just sort of, you know, marks the moment. Mm-hmm. Do you like the new uh, the trophies that they've put out now, the new way they look, the new like thinner trophies? Like the Platinum is now really thin, like when you look on the PSN profiles. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that's, it looks all right, to be honest. I'm not like, uh, like oh, huh. I mean, at first I think I was like, oh, they changed it. But now it gives it a little prestige, you know, freshens it up a bit. Um, I'm not really sure. I haven't looked too much into like any of what the PS5 stuff looks like because I kind of still want to experience that for myself and I don't want to mm-hmm. be robbed of it because I have to wait a week. Yeah, well, yeah. I was just thinking the actual the way the Platinum looks now, like when you look at your um, your profile card or whatever you want to call it, they, yeah, they change like the way. It. Yeah, I was just curious about that because I was looking at my, my list right here. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I know you've met Nolan North and I have. Is there any other voice actors you'd want to meet? Oh, Troy Baker would be good. Uh, and then, oh, who? there's someone else that I would... Um, maybe uh, Laura Bailey would be cool as well, because she's in so many things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and maybe Jennifer Hale, just because she was Commander Shepard. And I was like, oh, my God, it's you. <laughs> I think I just like, oh, you Commander Shepard. <laughs> <laughs> so probably those are probably the biggest names, I suppose. But, yeah, Nolan North, Troy Baker, to meet them together... <sighs> That would be amazing. That would be because I've I've met both of them and uh, they were both fantastic to stand mm. around and talk with and chat with. So, but you know, I was like when I saw you met Nolan Miller, I was like I met him too. Like, <sighs> I do love that we're in an era now that Comic Cons have been a thing, and these guys are being called out, and fans are going out and meeting them. It's mm. it's really cool to. Although when you meet Nolan North, you're like, what game do I talk to him about? Because you're like, I get like five minutes with this guy, if that. And you're like, what do I want to talk to him about? Oh, you're obviously asking about Desmond. <laughs> Who yeah. didn't love that guy? <laughs> uh, I think that's almost the end of my questions. I have one more that was on the list. Mike, was there any other questions you wanted to ask or may- any other things you want to talk about? No, I am actually, I to, to be honest, when she told me that... Um, your the trophy that your I, I was gonna say ambition, but I almost want to say compulsion at the same time. <laughs> for getting for getting for getting that trophy in Demon Souls, like when you told me that is what propelled you to want to play Demon Souls more. Kind of, that kind of like subverted any anger I had. <laughs> Not that I had any anger. Uh, you were gonna come in and play devil's advocate. And now you're like, yeah, oh, I, I stand corrected. I don't have any more of those questions anymore. No, so the questions, Your Honor. Yeah, because you you kind of answered that. Sorry, my <laughs> I apologize for my dog barking. He's he's restless. We're gonna have to take him out pretty soon. But yeah, I think, no, yeah. I think my questions are pretty much satisfied. All <laughs> right. Bad. 
Uh, any other things you want to talk about on trophies there? Um, I do have one last question, but I want to see if there's anything you want to talk about in your trophy hunting or the road to 100 or anything else you want to chat about there, Lucy? Uh, I guess like a lot of people just ask me, like, what do you do when you're trying to get trophies? Like, what's some tips? And I would always, like, after doing this ridiculously, I would say definitely always take a break because you're never going to get the thing done if you're trying really hard. Like, I've been there for hours and hours and hours trying to do something, and it's just been a waste of time. When I come back the next day, I do in 15 half an hour and i'm like what a waste of time yesterday so if you feel like you're getting frustrated or it's getting too boring monotonous then i can't i can't say it sounds like such a mum thing like oh take a break but seriously you'll feel better for it and you will actually get the things done and uh, it'll become more fun that way so uh, that's my uh, pta psta what was it called <laughs> public service announcement yes. psa yes psa that's my psa for trophy hunting uh, and I, I can second that. Uh, one of the trophies that was that for me was um, the final trophy I needed in God of War. The new one was the Queen of the Valkyrie. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh my goodness. Um, finally, I took a break from it for, well, one, I took a break from it for like a year and a half because I let a friend borrow the <laughs> game. And and then it was finally one day I was like, you know what? It's time. And, you know, I, I, I knocked it out in probably an hour at most. So. Mm. Um, last and I would break so down my... grinding into like now I've just decided like with the Red Dead one like I would only spend X amount of time looking for said animal I was like I'm not going to sit here for five hours looking for an owl I'm going to break it down I will do it for two hours and if I don't find it I'm going to move on and do something else because then that way it didn't become that was it so also maybe mm-hmm. just break things down time wise exactly actually I did have one other question now that how many games do you currently play at a time or do you focus on one or are you playing maybe two to three at a time uh, I kind of do jump between games normally, like, or sometimes I'll just get really focused on a game for like two weeks, and then I'm kind of get a bit like, oh, actually, I fancy playing something else now, so I'll jump into that game for a bit. I very rarely like play a game and like play like hardcorely, but I am trying to do that a bit more with certain story games rather than eking them up. With The Last of Us Part Two, I did like f- focus my mind. I was like, right, I'm going to beat this rather than eking it out for ages. Um, but yeah, I like to play a couple of things that you know at a time. Yeah, I like to break up some of them. Like, I can't play two games that are the same thing, like back to back or at the same time. Yeah. They, it's just hard. Did you play Final Fantasy VII remake? No. Okay, I was gonna say Mike. Mike rages <laughs> on that game too, and I was wondering if you might be able to change his mind on that too. You're not going to change my mind on that. That game sucks so much ass. Oh man, I cannot wait to tear that game a new asshole. <laughs> when, when it is time <laughs> all right uh last question on trophies lucy have you determined your first ps5 platinum i am going to uh leave it up to the people on locking it down with lucy this week i'm gonna ask them because i want to do some ps5 streaming now i feel like astrobot is a very easy gimme so it could be that and i'll just do it live on stream or maybe we focus on bug snacks or i just put the work in and just do demon souls that's gonna be longer though so i feel like it might be bug snacks if i like the game or it's just gonna be astrobot <laughs> all right well i will try to post that out onto our podcast pages and let people know to tune in and oh, thanks. Uh, try to ha- maybe give some opinions if they want to um that's all i think i have if um how about you give any final thoughts and uh, tell people again where they can catch you and your streaming and all your other stuff 
Um, yeah, cool. Well, thanks, guys, for having me on the podcast. I really appreciate you reaching out, and it's been fun to like chat to you both about trophies. And I'm really glad I was able to change your mind about uh, trophies as well with my uh, Demon Souls story. I mean, so- I ain't, I ain't going to be trophy hunting anytime soon, but at least I can, like, I guess, not respect it. But understand what it does for the gaming yes. community. It has a function, you know. It's yes. not just mm-hmm. it's not just there. So uh, yeah, if you uh, enjoyed, you know, talking about trophies or want to find out more trophy things, you can uh, watch my uh, YouTube videos about them, or like tune into my live stream that I do each week at uh, Ludi XP. Or uh, again, you can follow me on Twitter or Instagram at Press X to Lucy. Awesome. All right, that's awesome. Again, thanks for joining us uh, and working out a time to do this with us, Lucy. It's been nice. great having you on. Thanks, it's been fun. Hey, thank All you, right. Lucy. Appreciate it. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Anything for you, Mike? Um, nope. I'm good. All right, guys. We will catch you next time. And remember, this week you need to uh, game harder. <laughs> All right, bye, guys. <laughs> bye. All right. Bye.